0: betting landscape from coast to coast this is betting across america with mike pritchard and josh applebaum on VSense, the sports betting network
3: good afternoon everybody and welcome into the program it is betting across america and we are presented by betmgm happy tuesday my name is mike pritchard i'm your host from vegas your other host is across america he's out in boston it's josh applebaum good afternoon josh how are you
4: Good afternoon, Pritch. Doing great. Happy Tuesday. It's Josh Towers Day. Excited to get some intel on some of these baseball games, division futures, uh, some good matchups today, including Yankees-Mets. I'm excited Mm, for that Subway Series to start. But, Pritch, the big thing going on right now, aside from Massachusetts legalizing sports betting, we're now, what, five (laughs) days away? Uh I tweeted something out that the Senate president is more open to this thing passing, so maybe we we get a nice little backdoor cover here in the end. That's what I'm uh, fingers crossed for. But, Pritch, all these teams are reporting to NFL training camps. Let me ask you. As a former player, what are you thinking? What are you feeling when you're reporting to training camp? Are you excited? Are you are you nervous? Take me into the mindset of a player days like today reporting to camp. Is it the first day of school or is it, hey, you know, it's hot out there, the dog days of camp. What's it feel like to report to camp?
3: Right oh, now? man, so many emotions right now, Josh. Uh, great question, too. I, I think um, you think about it. Um... Uh, it, it's just it's a full spectrum of emotions like right now you're going to feel the best that you ever will for the rest of the year into February and hopefully through the Super Bowl uh, so you got that in mind um, uh, yeah you're excited about the season ready to uh, get it ramped up uh, certainly ready to start the, the year and after a long off season of working out and um, I, I think for a younger player uh, you're looking to prove yourself Right. You're, you're looking to make a name for yourself. If you're a veteran player, obviously, depending on the situation, contract or not, um, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're on one of those teams that you're eyeing a chance of winning a Super Bowl, uh, then your your excitement is through the roof. So uh, it's, it's the full spectrum, really, Josh. I mean, it's hard to uh, sum up uh, in a matter of minutes what you're going through. But everybody's excited uh, for this season like we are here at v uh, And so news and notes we need to get to. Uh, speaking of National Football League, uh, Burl with the appendectomy. How about that? You know, the timing of that is incredible, to be honest with you. Uh, right before training camp or training camp has commenced already. And so here you go with the star quarterback uh, going through surgery. Uh, he's going to miss some time uh, there, Josh. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's going to move the needle for you or not. I mean, it's a, it's a surgery. Uh, he's going to have to recover. And this is a guy that we already know about his injury history.
4: Yeah. We do know Joe Burrow right now, plus 1200 to win the MVP. That's the six best odds trailing only Josh Allen, Brady, Mahomes, Rogers, and Justin Herbert. Pritch. I take a kind of a different look at this one. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a team that to me, I'm high on going into this year. Obviously right. you go to the super bowl, you, you cover the number, which is nice for us who took the points, but you couldn't get it done. So you kind of have that motivating factor, obviously Taylor going into year four Burrow year three, that connection with chase. You spent a lot of offseason capital, you know, draft and and, and free agency, to solidify your offensive line. My angle would be, I am holding the over nine and a half win total for Cincinnati, but I actually kind of, I'm like happier in a way that this is happening right now, Pritch, because we uh-huh. all know you'd rather get this thing done now than, yep. you know, maybe a Wednesday. And How about a month ago though? Up. that's true. That's true. You wouldn't want to do it sooner, but I guess, you know, uh, you know, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. You're getting it done before the game start. I think that's the biggest point because you don't want to go into, you know, a playoff game where, you know, he has his appendix burst or he gets hit and it, it blows up on him. So I'd rather get it over with now. Obviously this isn't great news. You want all your players to be healthy with no issues whatsoever. But I guess a small consolation, if you're a Bengals fan or holding that, you know, Bengals over nine and a half win total like myself, that you'll get it out of the way. Hopefully now, maybe this is kind of the last time before the season starts, you can get it done and be fully uh, ready for, you know, the game one and getting ready for the season. So, uh, Pritch, we just don't want Burrow's appendix to burst or something to happen or, you know, you know, they're minus seven. He's mm-hmm. out and it, you know, falls to a pick them, that sort of thing. So get it done now. Get it over with. Hopefully it'll benefit you later, and you don't have to deal with it again. Yeah,
3: he's gonna miss some time, but they have enough continuity, and certainly they know a lot what they're doing. And so the extra rest right there is not gonna—I don't think it's gonna be a detriment. Maybe a regression. We'll see in terms of touchdowns, the yards for Burrow, uh, and at Cincinnati offense. But uh, he's gonna be better protected uh, for the entire season with an upgrade on the offensive line. So uh, the other news, Kyler Murray—some uh, more insight into how soft Kyle, Kyler Murray is. Uh, and then also some other news about the relationship between Kyle Murray and the organization. They put in a, I don't know, independent study con- uh, clause in his contract. I guess you can phrase it that way, Josh. And I don't know what you make of that independent study clause in a contract uh, where there's money on the line, serious money on the line for Kyler Murray. Uh, but the Cardinals did not do him any favors by also leaking the fact that they put that clause out there.
4: Yeah. An independent study, study hall. It sounds like to me like detention bridge when you're (laughs) you're required, you know, to stay after school and study, you know, it's never a fun thing. We shouldn't have to be telling NFL quarterbacks that they have to study film. I mean, look at like Brady and Rogers. These guys spend all night looking at Mm -hmm. hours and hours of film. So I think from the one hand, you know, you look at the Cardinals perspective, I think he had to lock this guy up. There's really no one else. You can't expect to get the number one pick again. You know, he's better than most quarterbacks just in general. But I think this speaks to, you know, again, all the guaranteed money he got, but, I want to know, uh, you know, how do they track this Pritch? Is there like a camera, like There's a zoom camera or a, yeah, you got to show that he's actually studying. He's mm-hmm. not playing Madden or playing video games. To me, it just speaks to this team, giving him the money, having trust in him, but not being fully trustworthy of him. And, you know, you've heard a lot of, you know, people who look at NFL contracts across all leagues, and this is kind of a, a first thing ever. Like, this is almost re- revolutionary in right. a way. There's never been another contract where they're requiring you yeah. to do outside homework. So, to me, this just speaks to the fact that this guy is not in the film room as much as he should be maybe this is a wake-up call but uh pritch when you get all that (laughs) money can you just twiddle your thumbs and act like you're you're watching for an hour i think murray can do that you actually want to pay attention i think that's more important yeah they're
3: going to monitor this uh this is unprecedented i've never heard of anything like this you're right i mean quarterbacks or players we apply ourselves and i mean they're, they're requiring him four hours a week i mean he can knock that out on his off day on a tuesday all uh, right. a soft day. Just watch four hours of tape if you want to every week. But uh, they gave him some leeway here. But the embarrassment of it, though, the embarrassment of the parental guidance aspect of this clause. Right. Uh, here we go. Kyler Murray, you're not the CEO of our team. Uh, we know that you're a great quarterback or we think you could be. But yet we have this parental guidance clause uh, in this contract in which we could recoup some money. Uh, So I think that's significant, to be honest with you. Uh, It's like, Johnny, turn off the TV and do your homework time now, Klaus. Uh, (laughs) And so I can appreciate that from the Cardinals' standpoint. But the fact that they leaked it and it's embarrassing to Kyler Murray, I wonder how that's going to play out for the entire year. Remember, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be absent because of his suspension as well. So uh, a lot of onus is going to be on Kyler Murray to start the season.
4: Yeah, and I'll kind of cross sports a little bit, Pritch, like the Jalen Brown situation with the Celtics right now, leaking out or, it, you know, kind of rumors coming out that he's included in a trade. You know, uh, I'm not it wasn't really meant to kind of, you know, diminish him or make him feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. In a way, you can be flattered that you're kind of uh, thought of to be in a deal with, with Durant here, but my, my, and the analogy here is, how did these players take this? You know, does Brown take it as a motivating factor and have a great season, or is he upset that he was the best team in the finals, and now they want to get rid of him? Right. The jury's out there in New England. Same thing with Murray. You give him all this money, which is great, but then Throw in this kind of uh, you know embarrassing situation where he doesn't watch any film. Does that motivate him? Does that turn him off? I think with these players, I'm a millennial, Pritch. These Mm -hmm. are millennials younger than me, so obviously you know you don't want on social media getting blasted or memes or getting make made fun of here. But I think the Cardinals, I actually kind of like this move because you give them the money, but you're not going to say, okay, everything's great now. They've identified an issue where he's not putting in the homework that he needs to, and hopefully this contract stipulation will make him kind of see the light and and spend more time in the film.
3: Yeah, it's possible. Jimmy G uh, is not going to be practicing with the 49ers. That's dropping right now. Uh, They're going to move forward with Trey Lance out there in San Francisco. We are going to preview the 49ers a little bit later on in the program. You mentioned Josh Towers. Uh, He's coming up in our next segment. Uh, But Josh, uh, Applebaum, a chance to make some money here. Uh, Odds to throw the most interceptions. Uh, this is interesting. Wyatt, uh, our producer, found this uh, market, and I want to run it by you because uh, we got Zach Wilson leading the way. The drama that he's had with his mom and her friends is incredible. <laughs> Plus 800. Trevor Lawrence, 10 to 1 in a new offense uh, right there, too. Stafford's on the board. Uh, he was up there, even though they won a Super Bowl, he was up there in terms of interceptions last year. Uh, Justin Fields. Uh, so, so many different. Candidates here Josh Tua, uh, I mean, let's make some money odds to throw to most interceptions. Who do you like here?
4: Yeah. So I think, you know, just in terms of uh, looking at from last year, taking a step back, you know, really surprising to me, I, I didn't really realize this Stafford led the NFL in interceptions last year. Pritch, as you <laughs> right. mentioned, he had 17 picks. Like you don't really imagine that the guy, you know, wins a super bowl has a great year, 41 touchdowns, but he was up there with picks. Now, are you banking on him to do it again? You know, looking at the number right now, 14 to one, mm-hmm. I look at some of these younger players, obviously, because uh, again, when you're new to the NFL, even these second year quarterbacks, it is difficult. So guys like, you know, Davis Mills or Trevor right. Lawrence, and it actually came out today that he didn't throw a single pick in Jaguars practice today, Pritch. Well, you better not be throwing picks when you're going at like, you know, 20% speed here and you're not really doing anything exotic. I'll throw this name at you, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill uh, threw 14 picks last year. He was kind of in that, you know, top three, top four in terms of interceptions. He's 18 to one right now. I think there's going to be a lot asked of him, losing A.J. Brown, having mm-hmm. to bring in more receivers. You know, obviously, what are you going to get out of Derrick Henry? He is the favorite to win comeback player of the year, I think, around plus 600. But Tannehill's a guy, to me, that if he's asked to do too much, he pushes it down the field too much. I think at 18-1, to 1, I'm, I may look at Tannehill in this spot.
3: Well, you know, Justin Fields kind of stands out 10-1 to 1 because the plan, again, the plan for the Bears is not this year. It's this year and beyond. So next year, uh, looking at that situation, Davis Mills stands out too because I think the Texans are – Uh, without saying the word they're tanking Um, Tua is interesting too, because you wonder how long Miami will ride that out to find out if Tua is the type of quarterback for them, or do they start to plan for their future, even though they have a lot of weapons and and certainly a tremendous roster. The Tannehill, I like it 1801, but will he get a full opportunity uh, to throw the most interceptions? In other words, uh, will they turn to the youngster? Like if Tannehill is thinking it up, all uh, right, Josh. And and so, I mean, they're already uh, Tannehill in a situation where he's a lame duck quarterback. Uh, he doesn't have guaranteed money or a contract situation that's advantageous for him. So, uh, you know, Tennessee could easily turn the page on that. But it's an interesting list. Uh, thank you, Wyatt, for that. Uh, something to ponder uh, for uh, the season as we look at these markets. I, I like this market. Uh, in terms of the odds to throw the most interceptions. Uh, We got Josh Towers coming up after this break uh, coming up, uh, Josh. So get ready for Major League Baseball. But I do want to remind everybody it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the sports betting app, the premier sports betting app. Uh, It's got all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, much more. Just got to download the app and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Must be 21, physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly if you have a problem 1-800-522-4700 josh towers major league baseball pitcher in studio it's next at bed 365 we don't do
0: ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field
1: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian
3: is uncanny usa
2: he says somebody's in the house and i screamed
6: listen to
0: uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
2: if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian.
0: What's up? I'm John Wall.
5: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
0: This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN,
3: the sports betting network. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts uh, provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes and player awards. Receive your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN all access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. And pleasure to have in studio with us right now, retired MLB pitcher from Major League Baseball. Is Josh Towers, the one and only uh, in studio. Josh, hope you're having a great day. How are you?
6: Dude, I'm good. I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't sit in for the
3: segments previously.
6: Uh You guys give me a lot of, like, you guys get me (laughs) going over here, man. Yeah,
3: yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm just saying they
6: turned this mic off on me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so let's try to make some money because we just did the most interceptions in the previous segment, Major League Baseball. I want to ask you is there value on the uh, Houston Astros, the World Series? They're plus 450 right now. There's three teams currently with triple digit run differential the Dodgers, the Yankees, and Houston. Yeah. Uh, and, but the Houston right now is plus 450. Do you see that as, as value on the Astros at all, or are you not even looking at the Astros for, to win the World Series?
6: I'll tell you what, in all three of those teams, I see a heck of a lot more faith in them than I do the uh, Arizona Cardinals in football. And you're talking about a clause for a kid in in Kyler Murray to make you study and to actually do your job, thinking that physicality is the only way we win. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Roy Halladay would put four hours of film work in True Story every day before all of us got to the field by noon or one. Mm-hmm. He had already been there doing it. It's why he was so dominant at what he does and it wasn't just his stuff like he believed in in being a team player he cared about winning and and how how am I going to be successful if I don't realize what everybody's doing my team your team uh your routes running the defense and right. and, and, and so for Kyler Murray it, it's crazy and, and the flip side is is like okay so this guy doesn't do anything you guys know that you still paid him more money than almost anybody in history so why would I do anything at this point, right? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. you you got to build championships and our betting tickets around um, the person and not just we all can be good, right? Right. And so I know that Houston has – Put time in. I know they have experienced players who who do the work. We've seen it. We've seen Justin Verlander and these kids. We, we it's not just showing up and hoping they're good, right? And Bregman got and kind of got out of his system trying to be a celebrity. He's back to out of the spotlight and being a baseball player. The Dodgers have a lot of veterans. When I was with the Dodgers, and this was a while back, but when I was in the Dodgers, we had catchers and pitchers that would study film on everybody in the minor leagues in AAA. When no one was doing that, we just start the series and hope to watch. And these guys were always putting in this work early and it's why the Dodgers foundation from their young kids they bring up to whoever else comes through, is why they're so good every day. Yeah. And it's why they build bigger names It's not just have a dope roster. And the Yankees are in the same spot. They have veterans who put the work in, who've been up and down this road and who understand that knowing you, I'm facing you 400 times over the course of my career bridge, mm-hmm. Josh, how you think I'm just gonna throw stuff and get you out? So putting the work in is one of the major and most important parts of our success as an individual for our team. So it's crazy to hear this about Kyler Murray. So, yeah, I I think that you gave me three names of teams that I have faith in betting Mm -hmm. where there's a little less. Like the Blue Jays are a dope team, but they have a lot of inconsistencies, right? And I don't know how much true work's going in, but I know that in that film room with those veteran guys and those three
4: teams, work's being done. Josh, it's great to see you. Happy Tuesday. And, you know, we're talking about these uh, World Series futures. And, yeah, the Yankees, co-favorites, plus 350 Mm -hmm. right now with the Dodgers. I'm interested in your take on today's game. It's the most heavily bet game in Major League Baseball today. Subway Series, Yankees Mm -hmm. at Mets. This is Montgomery against Taiwan Walker. I noticed a little movement to the Yankees. You know, some shops open the Mets, a very slight, like, Minus one ten, minus one fifteen favorite. We have seen it flip to the Yankees around minus one ten, minus one fifteen. Uh, non division road favorites have been really good this year, winning about sixty two percent of the time. Although Stanton, it did come out that he went on the uh, the injured list here with oh, Achilles no. inflammation. Yeah. Any thoughts on this game, Josh? <laughs> Would you take the Yankees at such a low number, or is it low for a reason and maybe fishy, and maybe the Mets are worth a look? Oh, no,
6: Stanton's not playing. That that wouldn't do anything to the line, except for if I was the other pitcher. I'd be mad because there's a couple free outs in there. Um, Why do you think it's the – I think it's probably the most heavily bet game because it's a a popular game, and we're probably going to see it on TV in a lot of places. Um, But as far as value, I wouldn't say that this should be the most popular game to bet from a betting perspective. Um, And, again, you got Jordan Montgomery, who's been really, really good, but he gets very little run support. you got Taiwan Walker, who's been – He's really actually been fantastic for most of the year, but we also know there's two Taiwans. It's the really good one, and then it shuts off, and we haven't seen him shut off yet. Um, So, like, as far as value on this game, I I thought the Mets looked – they didn't look good at all versus the Padres in what would be a playoff series. They won that last game on Sunday where they just hung around long enough to get one pitch, right, and sometimes that's all it takes, but Mm -hmm. they didn't look good. Um, And then the Yankees – Again, you come off Baltimore, Baltimore's been a much better team. Um, John-Claude Stanton doesn't really do much for me. They're just going to plug in another lefty. Uh, I, I favor the Yankees here just because I didn't like the way the Mets looked. And I think Walker has been uh, – sorry, Montgomery's been a little bit more consistent. Um, but I, I, I think overall this is a pretty close game. So, I mean, I favor the Yankees, uh, but I'm not in love with anything. Right, right. Yeah.
3: What about this game, Uh, Tampa-Baltimore? You got McClanahan Mm -hmm. coming back uh, off the break. Obviously, got, I wouldn't say rocked, but got maybe embarrassed to start the All-Star game, right? And then, okay, you're going to go up against Baltimore. Minus 185, though. Yeah, for yeah. Tampa, seven and a half to total the over minus minus one fifteen uh, with that Orioles uh, baseball team.
6: Yeah. And the Orioles team is clearly a better team these days, even though, you know, we, we know how good Tampa is. And um, McClanahan's been fantastic mm-hmm. and he did get rocked in the All-Star game. It's really the only time he's got rocked. But again, it just shows you the inexperience and the nerves that kick up right. in, in a massive moment, which is. Dangerous for the postseason for them if they mm-hmm. get there, right? Uh, and was Gonzalon as well. But two guys that haven't been in the situation are riding these highs, and adrenaline alters what we're doing. And so experience causes us to back off and relax. Neither one of those two guys have that yet, and right. we've seen it carry over with Gonsolin, where he didn't look good yesterday either. Again, we're all going to fail, so it's a good time to get out of your system. Um, I just hope that that Shane's back down. I mean, if he's back down in the zone, he's a little bit calm and got out of his system, you know, he should be in control. Baltimore's a very good offensive team, um, but they'll swing and miss. They're not afraid to, right? So they're going to either try to jump ship early, um, and if he's locked in, then it's going to be a good day for him. Uh, If he's not locked in and they jump ship early, it could be a tough one. But I think Shane's going to be fine. And the other thing is, is uh Spencer, don't call me Sammy Watkins, is pitching and he's been awesome. And 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 anybody going up against Tampa's offense is feeling very comfortable because mm-hmm. their offense is is not good. So I anticipate Spencer also having a pretty good game. I don't I don't see too many runs. I don't know what the total is, but I don't see too many runs in seven and a half. That's yep. that's tough on a yep. American League East total. So maybe is over still stay away. minus one fifteen. Yeah, um, I, I don't want to lay 185 on Tampa, how bad they looked in yeah. in Kansas City, but McClanahan's been, I mean, he's earned that right now. He's the one guy that has earned it for that team. Nether probably not enough value, maybe stay away from me,
4: yeah. And Josh, by the way, leaning on that under, I think a lot of wise guys are with you. That open at eight, it's down to seven and a half. Oh, Could wow. be a low scoring yeah. uh, under matchup there as well. But um, I want to get your take one more, Josh. St. Louis, Toronto. Now, we saw a repeat of this with a lot of unvaccinated players going to Toronto in these huge lines. You know, today, if you haven't noticed, Arenado and Goldschmidt cannot play in Canada. So they're <laughs> not playing in this game here. Toronto's like a minus 230 favorite, a huge number. But I wouldn't, you know, run in the window immediately. Remember, the Royals had 10 guys who were unvaxxed and they won that first game in Toronto. I think they are like plus plus. 300 some ridiculous number there you know barrios he's seven and four he had a tough start he's actually been pretty good in the month of july he's won uh, his last four, st- or the team Looks has won his good. last four start era of three here josh any thoughts on these guys not being able to play for the cardinals uh is that number uh you know a run line type situation or is it just hey so much uncertainty lay off this matchup today yeah
6: it, it bothers me all these players that uh, are not showing up for their team and it's an argument we can't get into because I lobby for the side of you know you signed a contract and you should be there for your team and I understand I don't want to put stuff in my body um, so you know let's let's don't put supplements in your body either like let's be very careful when we're gonna cross this line so it's an argument that we stay away from I just find it highly disrespectful to your team and what you guys are trying to accomplish in a goal together the blue jays um, the fact that they're barely 30 and 19 at home is is the craziest part they should have the best home field advantage in, in the world with all these people not coming through um, and then taking teams lightly when I got 10 new guys I don't know anything about them that's where we go back to do our homework right because now I can study minor league guys mm-hmm. as a major league. we have every information Pritch and Josh on everybody at all times I can study everybody in college right. for my computer right now based on the information they have so you know, you talk about putting four hours of work in a week. Like that's what we should be doing. That's where I gain my information for success. So Toronto should be in a much better place at home. Uh, I gotta feel confident when the NL MVP's out, and then one of the best players, especially the best defense at third baseman in baseball, is not there. I'm pretty confident. So I like what Barrios has been doing. He has turned the corner uh, a lot from what we saw. Um, Pelante has been pretty inconsistent. And so the Blue Jays should be a massive favorite. I I thought 220 or 235 it just went up. Right. I thought it actually probably should have been a little bit higher. What did I tell you? They won like six or eight Mm -hmm. in a row or something.
3: Transfiring Charlie uh, Montoya too. How about that? Yeah.
6: uh, This is where Toronto like Philadelphia, you need to put your
3: foot on the throat and and not let them up. Yeah. Eight and a half is totally over minus 120. Thanks again for your time. Thank thank you guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Josh Applebaum. The other Josh. Uh, When we continue to program news and notes from San Francisco uh, involving the quarterbacks. Uh, We have to Check that as well as your betting profile. That's coming up next.
0: This is betting across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on v Sin the sports betting network.
3: Welcome back this segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understand there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step toward change. Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen nicotine pouches at zen.com. That's Z Y N.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by betmgm Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. So, Josh, timely, I would say, that we're going to do our betting profile on the 49ers as we had a news conference just a matter of minutes ago where Kyle Shanahan and Lynch, uh, they're at the podium talking about they're moving forward with Trey Lance. Uh, Garoppolo will not even practice with the team, which makes a ton of sense. I mean, he's seeking a trade. Uh, and then also, uh, you, you know, you want to see what you can do with that. But they're prepared to move on from Jimmy G. In fact, they could release him. Uh, looking at his contract, he's only $1.4 against a dead cap situation. So they could release him. And I think teams might be inclined to wait – for Jimmy D to be released or unless they're desperate for a quarterback and make a trade. But that contract at $24 million, I don't know why you would trade for that. But moving on and moving forward with the 49ers, their betting profile, uh, since that news is out, win total 10.5 uh, over plus 115 under minus 140 with Trey Lance at quarterback to make the playoffs to minus 220 with Trey Lance at quarterback. What do you think?
4: Yeah, so I think this news kind of tells you a couple things, Pritch. Number one, it tells you that they're high on Trey Lance. The Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, you have Jimmy G here, who, of course, we always joke about, can simultaneously be the best and worst quarterback in the league (laughs) at different points in a game. Although I would say, you know, what's the ultimate uh, stat here, Pritch? Wins and losses. The guy's a winner at his career win percentage. But I'll leave that to another debate, Pritch, when we're at the sports book, We'll have a drink and talk about that. But uh, to me, Pritch, again, it tells you that they're really high on Trey Lance. Also, I think with Jimmy G, you know, you want him to be – or if you're Jimmy G, you want to be released here because when you get released – then it's up to you where you want to sign. You can go anywhere you want uh, because it's such a low dead cap hit, just a million dollars, pretty much. Uh, to me, it sounds like they will. He will be released. Also, when you go out there and just say to the world that we've moved on, I think you're giving up a ton of leverage here. Like every mm-hmm. every team that you just mentioned is going to say, "Why would I give any draft capital for him if he's just going to get released anyway?" So you lose a lot of your leverage there in general. Now, what's kind of interesting to me, Pritch, you know that ten and a half really juiced up under. I'm leaning a little bit to that under. I just think the Trey Lance love it tells you that they love him. They think he's ready, but is he ready? This is a guy that obviously was drafted super high. You know, has all the intangibles, height, weight, and you know, kind of was a, a great player there. But it was North Dakota State going to the NFL. That's a big jump there, uh, going from you know the uh, not even D1 there, or you know, kind of your non FBS now to the NFL. I'd look at the under 10 and a half. This team goes 10 and 7 last year, Pritch Going into this year, they have the fifth hardest schedule in all the NFL. Right. Uh, their opponents from last year, 154 and 135, a 533 win percentage. I'm really I do respect Shanahan. I think he's a really good play caller. You know, John Lynch is a really good team builder, but this is always kind of like one of those grass is greener type situations where you know you can let go of Jimmy G. You got the shiny new object, Trey Lance. He may end up being a great quarterback long term, but in year two when he didn't, he showed you some flashes last year, but to me, I just think it might be premature and you may regret, you know, letting go of Jimmy G. I know it's a financial situation. The owner definitely wants him mm-hmm. gone. So you don't have to pay that, you know, 24 million cap hit. But to me, if you can find a 10 and a half and, and pay a little juice under, uh, I think you'd be happy if you go 10 and seven last year and 10 and seven, again, this year with Lance as your starter, I lean a little bit under 10 and a half My best play pitch would be kind of that exact of that dual bet. If you can get Rams first place in the division, 49ers number two, I think it's like plus 150, something like that. That's kind of the way that I would attack the 49ers.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because you go further down on the betting profile on the list, and, okay, to win the NFC West, the division, plus 200, uh, and then to win the NFC plus 650 Super Bowl 14-1 with Trey Lance at quarterback. But I know this family very, very well. It's talking about the Shanahan's. Uh, They have a plan here, Josh, and it involves the defense. We're talking about Trey Lance, but that defense can keep the 49ers in a lot of games uh, until Trey Lance figures it out. And if Kyle Shanahan hits with Trey Lance, like he's excited to work for with uh, Trey Lance, we'll get to that. uh, But that defense is going to be the focal point. We're talking about a defense that sacked the quarterback 48 times uh, last year. They had one of the better red zone defenses uh, in the National Football League, Josh. And then you consider what that defense did in the playoffs. They held the number one offense, Dallas Cowboys, to just 23 points at home. Uh, they held Aaron Rodgers uh, to, what, one offensive touchdown, I believe. Uh, they couldn't score an offensive touchdown. That's why uh, you think about the, the, the trouble that they had there. I mean, they got a special teams touchdown, talking about the 49ers, uh, and then now they're moving on with Jimmy G. But they held Aaron Rodgers to 10 points at home uh, in the playoffs. And then the Rams, uh, an interception, an interception, A secured interception. You're looking at the 49ers in the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Uh, So that defense, to me, that's what the 49ers is going to be about early on, Josh, I believe. Uh, Can they play up to the same level to keep that team in games long enough to where Trey Lance can figure that out? And I think that's what Kyle Shanahan uh, is betting on right now. So from a a betting profile, I agree with you. Maybe the win total elevated there uh, to make the playoffs minus 220. Okay, I can get on board with that. I don't know. Maybe that improves along the way with a slow start with Trey Lance. Maybe you don't bet it right now. But maybe in play later on, though, uh, is that conference championship situation and perhaps even the division, uh,
4: depending on how it shakes out. So I think you bring a really important top to, uh, topic to the table here, Pritch. like my perception is okay. Trey Lance, your perception, we did Tua yesterday with the dolphins. If you think two is going to be good, you probably take the overwind total dolphins. If you think he's going to struggle, you're probably leaning under you, the perception of Lance to me is really important. But I think the more important thing that you hit the nail on the head is, is, you know, their style of play, the way they're right. going to play, if, if they're going to be in these like, you know, 33 to 27 type games, I don't think you feel great about that with mm-hmm. Trey Lance. But if you're in these 20 to 17 games, these, you know, 23 to uh, to 20 type games, you keep them a little bit lower that does make sense to me where uh, maybe your your confidence in Lance isn't, you know, sky high. Maybe it is. I, apparently they do love this kid. If you're going to move on from Jimmy G like this and do it in such a public fashion. But I think what they're expecting is, you know, Hey, mate, let's not put a ton on his plate. Let's make him more of, you know, that that word that no quarterback likes to hear game manager type situation, Pritch, although this kid is so athletic and you want to get him out there and running and in space that that's something you also want to do as well. But I'll kind of make the comparison to the Patriots last year, like with Mac Jones, they really love Mac Jones. Have you heard Belichick? Today, uh, he gave more praise to Mac Jones in this press conference than all of the 20 years with Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I like Brady's how you circled like- back
3: to the Patriots right now during the 49ers. Uh-
4: <laughs> always, always. But there is a connection here where they didn't ask Mac Jones to do a lot, Pritch. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, they didn't force right. him down the field a ton. He was a check down type guy. I think you take a page out of Belichick's book, the way he handled Jones last year, not do a ton, play these lower scoring games. Just don't give up the fumble or the interception. That could be the ticket to having a winning year. And look at Trey Lance. Uh, his over-under uh, passing yards is 3,500 and a half. Mm-hmm. His touchdowns 21 and a half. Now that we know Jimmy G's gone, he's going to get the bulk of the time. My only concern would be an injury the guy that scrambles runs around we've seen you know Jackson these other quarterbacks get hurt if he gets hurt pritch and now Jimmy G's gone do you know the backup it is uh Nate Sudfeld right. and your second your third ba- second backup would be Brock Purdy the kid that just came out of college here so that yeah. would be my concern if he gets hurt who do you have behind him not a lot
3: well you know it's interesting and i think that's Plays true for a lot of teams, like if Aaron Rodgers got hurt, right? I mean, we could do yep. that, right? But, I, you know, the thing about 49ers in the plan, and so that's what I'll focus on with, for better is the plan uh, for Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers. Trey Lance is going to run the football. They're going to run the football with Trey Lance. 1,100 yards that he rushed for uh, in college. You look at him, he's about 6'4", 240. Uh, so he's kind of built like uh, Josh Allen. We just talked about him recently, too. Uh, so think about this way. Uh, he's not replacing Garoppolo to throw the football more efficiently. I mean, I think Garoppolo is that if you want to stay that stay the course that way. But if you want to evolve the offense and incorporate him in a running game, which the 49ers do very, very well. In fact, Mark Schlereth, uh, who's been on a program, he's just talked about this recently. He's called Games for Fox. He's talked about openly how about 12 teams in the league have studied the 49ers, the run game coordinators, studied the 49ers' rushing attack Uh, so that they can figure out why it's so successful. And it goes back to Mike Shanahan, too, running the football. So uh, look at Trey Lance not so much as a passing quarterback, but just one of those eligibles that could evolve this offense to make it highly successful to support that defense on the other side of the ball.
4: that makes a ton of sense to me, Pritch. I just, as you're talking, I had to fill the, uh, you know, dial this up. Elijah Mitchell, remember he burst on the scene last Mm -hmm. year, had a really good year. His over-under rushing yards is 950 and a half. I look toward another big year from Mitchell there. Also Debo Samuel, this is a prop that we hit on uh, maybe a couple weeks ago there, Pritch, looking at fishy numbers that don't make a lot of sense. Right. Debo had a fantastic year last year, running, uh, you know, catching the ball as well, but he caught 77 balls for 1,405 yards, yet his over-under receiving yards this year is 950 and a half. Maybe that speaks to what you're talking about, changing your system a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe running the ball more when you run it more, it's fewer pass attempts. Maybe that could cut down on Debo a little bit, or maybe try to keep him a little bit more healthy and not take as many hits uh, in general. My point with the, you know, who's your backup pitch would be, you know, your point with like Rodgers and these veteran quarterbacks, yeah. they know how to get it out quick and, you know, kind of avoid these big hits a guy like, uh, you know, Lance, who's young, maybe he feels like, oh, I can just turn the corner and get out of here and, and takes a big hit. To me, I lean more on these veterans, knowing how to escape dangerous situations situations and some of these young players, but you know, p- throw it at this one, bridge the 49ers. They're r- They're done with Jimmy G. Yeah. They must be really excited about Lance. I just feel like 10 and a half is a little bit high for kind of a second year quarterback. The thing about uh, being 6'4,
3: 240, though, you want to see a DV cause you're going to run them over. Uh, you can, av- <laughs> you can't avoid those linebackers in the pocket, right? And so you get those injuries that way. Great job right there, Josh. So we're going to continue to program with best bets, uh major league baseball style. That's coming up next.
5: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365.
1: why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a paper Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go paper-tarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper
0: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ
5: Toledana, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
0: and Josh Applebaum on vSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: The action never stops at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up now using bonus code VSEN1000, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSEN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by G. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. So following up the 49ers, Debo Samuel reports the 49ers camp on time. Josh, and I mean, you got to anticipate this, right? How happy Debo is going to be if they release Jimmy G and okay, that's going to be my money at some point.
4: Yeah. I think that's, you know, kind of players thinking, you know, one is tied to the other. <laughs> is it, is it not? But I think theoretically that money's now off the books Go pay Debo Samuel. I think that would be a really smart move here, Pritch, because you're trying to get your best players excited for the year. You don't want to have this be a distraction throughout the year. He reported, so it kind of shows you he's not going to hold out. But is he going to be upset and kind of hold a grudge against the team? And when he becomes an unrestricted free agent, then you say, I'm going to bolt. I'm going to go somewhere closer to home. I think he's, you know, uh, close to the southern area there and wanted to leave San Francisco. So I think if you're San Fran and now you're the owner here, maybe you're happy you got Jimmy G's money off the books and you just want to, you know, save that money and hold on to it. But I think if you're looking for the best, you know future of your team you want your best player Debo Samuel happy motivated excited to go I'd now put that Jimmy G money and let's go give it to Debo I think that's what 49ers fans want and what Debo wants all
3: right let's see if we can make some money Major League Baseball betting on the (laughs) card today Josh Um, you know we talked about the Mets and the Yankees Uh, I asked Josh Towers off air is that still a rivalry because the fans I don't know if the fans there's a debate. The history of the Yankees its not even comparable, really. You look about the Mets, but uh, in that city, though, uh, you wonder if it's a rivalry situation. He said to me that it is for the players. Uh, so you look at the Yankees minus 112, the Mets plus uh, 102 here at home. Eight is the total. What is the market indicating to you for this game?
4: The market tells me you're taking in some money here on the Yankees. Pitch. That's where I'm gonna go. I like this line move toward mm-hmm. New York. I think just from the vantage of you're getting one of the best teams in baseball at you know a minus one twelve price. That seems pretty low to <laughs> right. me just in terms of a value play. So I think you you know your your cap maybe starts there. But I think it's important as always to look at line movement. It's not like the Yankees open you know minus one twenty and they're down to minus one twelve. It actually flipped the other way. The Mets open as a very short favorite with Taiwan Walker facing Montgomery. They open like minus one ten, minus one fifteen. So we've seen this line flip. Toward New York uh, tells me respective, or uh, I guess the Yankees, we shouldn't, shouldn't just say New York here, preach, It's the Yankees, not the Mets. Uh, but also with our Visa.com bet split, some pretty good numbers here for the Yankees. They're only getting about 65% bets. That is a slightly public play, but oftentimes Yankees are getting, you know, 80%, 90% of bets, but they're taking in almost 80% of the money. So that is kind of a low bets, higher dollar split in favor of New York. They've done really well as a favorite, 62 and 28, and they've really crushed right-handed pitching. I know Tywin Walker has done uh, really, really well this year. If you look at his numbers, he's got some good, good stats. He's seven and two with a 2.55 ERA. But the Yankees rake against righties; they're 45 and 23 against right-handed pitchers. The Mets are just 11 and 14 as a dog. The other kind of you know fishy factor we talked about. You know, that line move to the Reds yesterday, Pritch, Mm -hmm. where they were able to win that game. It didn't make sense. They had the worst record, yet the line went in their direction. Mm -hmm. You know, the the news came out that Stanton's going to miss this game, and yet the line still shot up to the Yankees. So, you know, I was, you know, theoretically thinking if Stanton's out, maybe that's a, a Mets line move. But no, even though Stanton's out, Line still went to the Yankees. So I'm going to go Yankees here, Pritch. I think at minus 110, minus 115, somewhere in the middle there. Uh, regardless of a win or a loss, you want to win this play. But I think for, just in terms of value, getting the Yankees a great team at this number, I think it's worthwhile taking the Yankees
3: tonight. Yeah, that over was not sweat either. Talking about Miami and Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to uh, another game uh, Angels and Roy- Royals. Not necessarily on a lot of people's radar, but just highlight your Market Insights podcast because. You go in depth uh, with your systems and and how you come to these decisions. Uh, So the Royals minus 120 at home, Uh, the total uh, here, eight and a half over minus 120.
4: So it's funny, Pritch. We talked about the most heavily bet game of the night, Yankees-Mets. This is one of your least heavily bet games of the night, mm-hmm. but I think there's still value to look at these games that maybe the public isn't super into, but respected betters—they don't care if it's heavily right. bet, low bet, big teams, small teams—it doesn't matter. If they find an edge, they're going to get down. So Kansas City had a seven-nothing win uh, last night against the Angels, and I'm going to run it back with Casey tonight. They opened a very short favorite around minus 110, minus 115. They've been uh, bet up here to around minus 120. It's notable to me the pitching matchup. You look at Suarez, who's on the bump for the the Angels one and four with a five point six zero ERA. He's, he's a lefty. Uh, he's had three July starts, ERA of nine. So this guy's been getting lit up uh, his last a few times out. Flip it the other way, Zerpa hell Zerpa, young kid for Kansas City who they brought up. 2-0 with a 1.29 ERA in his first couple starts. Now, uh, is he going to be you know a super low ERA guy his whole career? Maybe, maybe not. Sometimes when these young guys get brought up, Pritch, it's just the element of surprise. You know, These other teams don't really have a book on them. But either way, Zerpa's pitched well. Suarez has not. And it's kind of a low-back game, yet the line is going to KC, that minus 110-ish, up to around minus 120. Kansas City's three and one against the Angels head to head. The Angels are one of the worst teams in baseball when they're a dog. When they're expected to lose, they tend to lose. They're six and thirty-one as a dog overall. Uh, You look at Kansas City. Very rarely they're a favorite. They're eleven and nine as a favorite. But I'm going to bank on the bats of Kansas City. Okay. They're hitting 249, only 230 here for the Angels. Kansas City's getting 61% bets, but almost 75% of the money. So I'm going to lay this, you know, kind of game that's not on a lot of people's radars, but it tells me sharps did like KC. I'm going to ride KC here tonight. Okay, and then you got the Giants um, uh, going at it against
3: uh, Arizona. Uh, Rodon's back on the bump. Uh, Gilbert there for Arizona. Uh, what'd you see in this one? Eight and a half and a halfs total. Uh, 110 either way. You got the Giants heavy favorite though, in my opinion, minus
4: 185. Rodon again. And, uh, on the bump for the Giants. Certainly a heavy, heavy favorite in this one, Pritch. And I think if you look at uh, Teachable moment from yesterday, mm-hmm. late movement to Arizona. San Fran was, uh, was kind of a minus 120 favorite last night. Very late, late, late in the game. Maybe like an hour, 30 minutes before the game started in Arizona. Arizona flipped to a minus 115 favorite. So pay attention to that late movement. I'm actually going to lay this number, Pritch. This is the biggest steam move of of the day. The the Giants open as low as like minus 135, minus 145, pretty low number. They're all the way up to minus 185. So that's a big, big steam move in their direction. These road favorites are 61% on the year. One of my favorite systems uh, overall favored off a loss who made the playoffs last year kind of speaks to the bounce back factor and, you know, the pedigree of the team. I know the giants aren't as good as they were last year, but you still have Kapler and a lot of guys from last year's squad, that system favored off a loss who made the playoffs the previous year. 188 and 99, 66% around a 7% ROI. Mention Rodon, one of your favorite pitchers. Mm-hmm. Pritch, he's probably got a lot of appearances in your portfolio. But eight and five, 2.95 ERA. Gilbert, 0 and three with a 5.34 ERA. And San Fran has done very well against lefties this year. 19 and 13 against lefties. The numbers are much better against southpaws than righties. Two lefties on the bump tonight, Pritch. I know it's a big number, uh, but I'm gonna lay it here with San Fran. It, this is one of those like steam moves that hasn't let up. No buyback. Give me the Giants in this one.
3: Curious about uh, if you've considered, uh, Josh, in terms of the trade deadline about a week away. Uh, you see some steam movements like this. You wonder if people are, are getting some type of information. Uh, what could happen or what could be for some of these
4: teams that could be involved in some significant trades out there? I think it's a great point, Pritch. You know, typically you don't see too many deals this mm-hmm. early, but obviously, you know, we're getting closer and closer. So to me, trade deadline day, you know, we'll be doing a show that day. It's like be very, very wary, be yeah. careful. Because, you know, for example, like I like the Royals tonight, but Andrew Benintendi, mm-hmm. former Red Sox player, he's been in a lot of these trade conversations. So you'd hate if the trade deadline were today, they hit the Royals like you know, minus 115, Benintendi's out, and now they flip to a dog. So to your point, I think it's really, really important. You get to the trade deadline the first, the day before, the day of, and the day after. Those are kind of your three days where you want to tread lightly just because you don't really know who's going to play and who isn't.
3: Okay. How about the uh, Mariners and Rangers? Mariners still at home minus 150. Uh, Josh, eight uh, is a total here. Uh, What'd you see?
4: I'm going to take Seattle on this one, okay. Pritch. I like this pitcher on the bump, George Kirby. He's only 2-3, and three, but he's got a 3.78 ERA, 2.38 ERA in two July starts. The team is 6-2 and two in Kirby's last eight starts. Facing Dane Dunning, who this poor guy, mm-hmm. he's got an 8.22 ERA in the month of July. Uh, four and a half overall, but he's really trended in the wrong direction recently. In his last 13 starts, the Rangers are 1-12. In Dunning's last 13 starts, so Seattle open around a minus 145 favorite. Not a huge move. They're up to around minus 150 or minus 155. But I like this movement towards Seattle. Uh, they're nine and two head to head against the Rangers this year. And they've been good as a favorite, 26 and 12. They've been great against righties, 43 and 31. This is a Mariners team that remember they caught fire last year, Fritz. Yep. They're kind of doing it again this year. I like Seattle here at home. I'll lay that minus 150.
3: Yeah, and then we're gonna finish up here with the WNBA. We had time. We saved time for you. Uh, Here with the WNBA uh, uh, mention, Uh, Josh, something that you were looking at here.
4: So, Pritch, I'm going to give you my Amazon Prime login tonight. That's the only (laughs) way to watch this game if you want to tune in. But it's the two best teams, the Aces and the Sky. I'm excited to watch this thing. Give me the sky at home in this one. Let's go. Candace Parker. They open minus one. They're up to minus three. So a niche market line move. That's very meaningful. They're only getting about 60% bets, but almost 90% of the money. And when you see this steam toward a favorite, you go up at least one point. These teams are 38 and 28 against the spread. 58%. They're 11 and two at home. Give me the sky Pritch. And again, if you need that login, you let me know. I'll give you the access to the game. You know what? Um, No, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) But
3: no, good luck to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Good luck to you on that, though. But again, the Market Insights podcast, uh, not only the information and insights, but it's all about uh, your systems as well. Great job. Uh, Good luck with your plays. We'll see you tomorrow. Come up next here on the network is The Edge, right here on vSIN, the Esports Betting Network.